What's up, Internet friends? I'm Kevin Garaventa, and welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Plus Game Club. This is a show where we pick one game from the PlayStation Plus library and break it down for your entertainment, information, and amusement. Today, we are talking about Rayman Legends, a game developed and released under Ubisoft's UbiArt program, and it had a staggered release from August 2013 to February 2014, where it would eventually be released for all major consoles, handhelds, and PC. This is one of the most stylistic games I've played, and we'll get into that later. But first, joining me today is a returning club member who I love talking with, Robert Fitton. Welcome back. Hey everybody, thanks for having me back. It's great to have you back. I always love having you on because, uh, first of all, you've got a great radio voice, and second of all, you're, you're I have just... a great radio face too, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think That's all of my us. Mom told me. <laughs> and also another returning club member playing back-to-back monthly games, Jordan Vickers. Welcome back. Oh hoy hoy. <laughs> and also, I I really have to thank you for for picking Rayman Legends for us to play because I haven't played it since I think 2016, and jumping back into it was was a huge nostalgia trip. So thank you. I. Uh, you're welcome. Um, I, too, haven't played it since it was, like, new for the PS3 at the time, I think. And, man, I forgot a lot. <laughs> so going back, uh, we'll get into it, but, man, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But before we start talking about everything to do with Rayman Legends, is there anything that you want to plug or promote, Jordan? Uh I'm. I was actually talking to uh, Robert about this before. Um, I might get back into my Let's Play channel, which is the Sage Temple. I. Uh, I completed. I never played the Persona games before, and like about a year ago, I was like, "Let's do that." Starting with one, so I found out what's the best version of one. That's for the PSP. I went and beat that, and then I did one episode of Persona Two. Before I moved over to Valkyria Chronicles 3, and then the winter months came, and I just dropped off. And I'm like, I should go back and finish those games. Oh, nice. So, nice. Are you are you on Twitch? Sage Temple on YouTube? Or? Y- YouTube. YouTube. Okay, Sage uh, Temple on YouTube. Yeah. And then, are you on Twitch? I, I not really. Okay. Like, <laughs> it seems my, my setup can only, like stream or record and i'm like let's just record (laughs) nice okay and and robert uh remind me again uh you're on twitch i am on twitch and a little update since the last time i was here back in 2017 i think it's been a while um i am now a twitch affiliate so come on hang out with your boy while i play a newer persona game more than likely probably persona 5 or 4 oh congrats yeah yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Mr. MR underscore Hawks H O X one eight two. Awesome. Awesome. Come hang out. I've finally got emotes that took forever for those to get approved, but hey, they're here now. <laughs> nice. But if you want to be a part of an episode of the PlayStation Plus Game Club, just like Robert and Jordan here, you can send us an email at psplusgameclub at gmail.com with game suggestions or thoughts you have about our monthly featured game. And speaking of that, let's get back to it. The game we picked this month is Rayman Legends. 
talking about Rayman Legends, it's really hard to describe as far as like in terms of like uh like how it it plays but like it, it it's a lot like uh mario brothers with the like a side-scrolling platformer where you know you run from left to right most of the time you punch guys jump on their heads whatever and uh rescue like fairies that are that have been trapped in cages or uh are being tied up held captive how how would you describe uh the art style though like that the the gameplay style is is pretty straightforward and simple but the art style i feel like is what really makes it special robert but like what do you what what would you call the art style i mean i think i think we kind of talked about this a little bit before the show but um it's very it's going to sound like a cop out it's cartoony yeah you know and it is an animated game but when i say cartoony not just you know it's 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 not like a realistic game like it looks like you're playing a cartoon yeah um yeah just the all the animations the characters the you know, backgrounds everything like that is is like i'm playing a saturday morning cartoon set in this universe yeah um, yeah just, i have it i have it up on my tv right now while we're talking uh just kind of switching through some of the characters and just even just the little animations as as you're running and and uh let's see uh let's what, what's this one gothic teensy so there's a bunch of different heroes. One of them is uh, a Teensy, which is the little fairies that you save. And you start running as this one, and he just starts doing a Naruto run. <laughs> or Naruto. I don't yes. know how to pronounce it. I don't watch yeah. anime, you nerd. But, you know, but it, it's not the same animation for Rayman. You know, Rayman runs differently. Uh, the, the princesses that you save run differently, and they all look different. Yeah, but yeah. It's just, it's a great-looking game. It really is. I feel like how I would describe it is that, like, maybe... Someone told Guillermo del Toro and Tim Burton to both make a Saturday morning cartoon for Nickelodeon. And then someone else said, let's make a video game based on that. It's weird, funny, and beautiful. And I don't know of those three adjectives, which one of those is the most dominant. Like it is, it's very weird looking. Uh, It's, it made me laugh out loud so many times. And it also made me stop and just stare at the screen and not move Raymond at all, just so I could I could take in the the surroundings that, that were on screen at the time. Almost reminds me, and sorry, it, I'm yeah. kind of looking at it more. It almost reminds me if like uh, like if Double Fine made a platformer. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, makers of, of Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2, you know. Yeah. Um, like that kind of, that kind of, yeah, um, uh, like Tim Burton-esque style of, of of the world yeah um yeah we're like yeah. Th- there's there's like weird proportions to everything and some creatures have eyes that just shouldn't be in certain places you know it, it, it just looks ridiculous at some points too jordan like how would you describe it yeah definitely a cartoonish video game um i would also say it's very busy like the backgrounds and the foregrounds there is a ton of just detail in this game yeah they they kind of did the same for origins as well like we should have said this is a sequel technically um rayman origins came out a few years before this and both games look phenomenal they both uh, are in the same style uh origins so its palette is a little bit darker this one's a bit more brighter yeah i'd have to agree with you on there we're like origins kind of felt like there was it was right in the middle of that that trend where 
all video games were either like dark gray or brown of some form. <laughs> and uh, Rayman, like Legends, really just spices it up with a lot more colors. Yes. So, and and then like getting into the gameplay, I I do feel like it is easy to understand, but very hard to master. master. And uh, yeah. you know it it feels like like Robert, you described it as like feeling very tight and very perfected. I feel like this game rewards you for going fast, taking risks, and though the margin for like getting through those those very tight spaces is very small sometimes. And there are a lot of times where like I screwed up and I would try over and over and over just for one time to get through something and getting through it felt so rewarding. Completely agree. I was I was I was playing one of the levels again earlier today. It was like an underwater level that I'd forgotten about. Um, and there were these kind of enemies in there shining off light and just having to swim through and not get hit by the light and use like the, 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 the garbage in the water essentially to kind of swim into the shadows. So you're like going away from the light. It's weird to explain it. And I'm using my hands, even though it's an audio <laughs> podcast, um, but it, uh, you know, having to like stop and be like, okay, where is this going to go? It's doing this. Okay. Let me go here. Wait a sec. Go here. Um, has a lot of that. A lot of that stuff in the game, which is yeah. which is great. It, it you have to stop and look to figure out the pattern, um, but it's nothing that's like it's nothing crazy. You know, you look at it and you're like, okay, I can figure this out. You try it, maybe you fail it once or twice, and then you you know you figure it out and you're like, hell yeah, and you go to the next part, and then I die. That's usually what happens. Yeah, usually yeah, that that's a really good way to describe it. And you know, you mentioned pattern recognition. I feel like that is the most prevalent in the boss battles, which. Are, are like some of the the best parts of the game uh not just because of like how they play but because of how they look too and the the getting back to the art style like looking at some of these bosses just made me laugh really hard and and like how they're animated um and, and the sounds they make like i'm particularly thinking of the mockingbird where he you know he's this giant balloon shaped bird and you know, he flies very slowly but he takes up a lot of the screen and you just have to avoid him somehow and when he flies at you uh and like swoops down he he makes this this calling sound that uh does not match his size and and it made me laugh really hard the first time i saw it and made my wife laugh too so um you know it is a very entertaining game to just look at and and watch oh yeah um and with the gameplay, like, I'd say it's best. With the speed, like, this game is clearly meant to, like, speedrun at certain points. And when it hits, there is a flow to this game. When you yeah. are bouncing off enemies, it's really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. You just we'll fly across the screen. Yeah, we'll talk about the, the, the challenge levels later and the music levels, but... Uh, going through those makes it feel like you're playing in a musical instrument where you have to time everything perfectly to make it look like you are like a super professional at this game or sometimes just survive the level itself. Um, oh, yeah, because th- there's a rhythm uh, in certain parts that you kind of have to hit. Was, a- absolutely. And, and then like there's, there's also some of those levels have uh, Murphy in them who is... Uh, like a playable character in some forms, but uh, you know, 
it'd be good to, to explain who Murphy is. So the, the way the game is set up is that you and up to three friends can play together in this game and run through these levels. I don't feel like they really change all that much when you have multiple people playing them all together. And they, they, it feels like it feels like it was meant to be just a single player platformer game, but they have that option of, of having multiple people to play with. And then there is a fifth character that you can play as named Murphy. And it, I, I can tell that like this game was originally designed for the Wii U where Murphy was going to be this character that someone could play with the tablet on Wii and use the touch touch screen to uh, like move, use Murphy to move traps and uh, you know clear clutter out of the way of the screen so the other player could get through. It was really kind of like this uh, this partner kind of style game and going like going through it on on playstation it's just a single button press and the computer controls murphy himself but you can see that's that's where like the the wii u design was going into it before it got put on all these other platforms uh you know those those levels especially made it feel like i was having to to play this instrument and really get the timing down because murphy was involved and you had to uh, you know, have that added element in not just the platforming, but you also had to keep in mind how you were going to control the level itself. And that was that was a really cool, innovative way to to spice up the platforming in, in a platform game. Yeah, I actually have a love-hate relationship with that mechanic because when it <laughs> works, it's super cool. And when it doesn't work, it's frustrating, especially when you're running and you need to use him. Yeah, yeah. Is Murphy the little thing that uh, you press? You press the button and it like cuts ropes and all that stuff. Is that the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And he's he's like yeah. this this other odd looking fairy. He doesn't look like the Teensies. He looks like yeah. some other fairy. But like he uh, he he floats up near the rope that he's going to cut or like the trap that he's going to move out of the way, you know, whatever. And he he just like waves at you and shouts hello. And he, he's not as annoying as Navi from uh, Ocarina of Time, but. Still, it's one of those things where it's like, stop, like, uh, just give me a second to catch up and get in place. Uh, and sometimes he just won't shut up <laughs> and he's waiting for you to, uh, you know, signal to, to move or whatever. But he, he is like the, the character that the computer controls when you press the circle button and uh, it moves, you know, the, the spike block out of the way or whatever. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple times um, where I was running and I think, I think, what was it, uh... Like I had to run and and slide down a ramp and then jump in the air and there was an enemy right there as you landed. Yeah. And you had to time it so you like get in the air and then you press the button to get uh, Murphy to like hit the enemy so you can get through it. Yeah. And then yeah. he was just like on the other side of the screen watching me like an asshole. <laughs> you know. Just taunting you there like, haha, you didn't make yeah. it. <laughs> like try it now, bitch. <laughs> no, you can't do it, can you? One century, one entire century of yawning and snoring wildly. It seems that the heroes of the Blade of Dreams are under the effect of a mysterious soothing power. Well, my little ones just needed to take a big nap. <laughs> Meanwhile, the nightmare is multiplied. 
they spread. They generated new demons, even more terrifying than before. The Glade of Dreams is in danger, my friend. Go! Quickly, wake up our legendary heroes! Of the, the standard levels that are in just the base game, what are some of your favorites? Here's here's a reminder, like, the, the five yeah. worlds are... Uh, the Level one is Teensy's in Trouble. That one is like a castle forest theme... Um, you know, there, there's a lot of like collapsing rocks or, or like rocks that are like crushing together and you have to, um, time your, your runs through them. Uh, level two is toad story, which is, uh, that, that has a lot of aerial, uh, gliding sections to it. Um, and then level three is Fiesta de la Muertos. That is, uh, a themed, uh, a food themed level where, there are a lot of uh, cakes food, and Mexican level. foods. Yeah, um, the it, that one has a big highlight to Murphy, as there's a lot of uh, swinging and swiping that has to be done um, by the character. There's there's like a cake level where he actually just chews through the cake, uh, it, like that, you have to run through it before it fills in. That particular level, um, I actually really did like because it was partly problem solving which yeah. you don't do a whole lot in this game but you kind of have to time it his like uh eating the cake and it refilling and uh that was kind of oddly satisfying yeah yeah so then uh level four was twenty thousand lums under the sea that is a water themed name. yeah that is a water themed level but it's not always underwater and uh, level five was Olympus Maximus, where it starts out with like a Greek theme and then turns into a bunch of lava stages. And there are swarms of those small, uh, like bug like uh, creatures that are, are like chasing you and you have to outrun them. Those are the five. And uh, I think, Robert, you mentioned earlier the, the water level and yeah. uh, like dodging lights and stuff. I think that was some of my favorites. And I like generally people say that like they hate water levels. I loved this one and it, it felt really good to swim. He doesn't swim that slow. So that's one thing. And then like, like dodging the light and stuff was, was really cool. Yeah. The swimming in this game was not as uh you know, like annoying. It, it <laughs> was less of like an, an underwater level that, that uh, you see in other games. Like I think what's the biggest one in, in Zelda is that Ocarina of Time. Ocarina yeah, the water temple or Majora's Mask at the water temple that everybody hates. Oh. Um, it wasn't anything like that. Like you, you go underwater and it's just like, oh, okay, I'm not like sinking. I don't have to constantly be moving. I don't have to constantly be like, you know, trying to go up for air. It's just okay, cool. I'm floating. Yeah. Awesome. I, this is really easy to actually control. Yeah, he just um, moves without gravity. They did, a, they did a great job with that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like awesome. You're floating in air, but you know, pretend it's water. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like how uh, he'll uh, when you hold down the run button and then you use attack underwater. He twirls himself like in propeller motion and gives you a little bit of a boost. Yeah, uh, just a really cool detail. I I really love about the underwater levels. Yeah, I I love that too. And then uh, one other thing is every once in a while there'll be like these spiky fish that 
that just hang out in the water and they they kind of look like a blowfish but shrunken down so they're still very round and spiky but they're just really small except their eyes are giant and the the eyes have very small pupils so they look like simpson style eyes and they just track you as you move around but the rest of the fish doesn't move at all and so they look very worried as you swim by and you know if you accidentally bump into them you lose a heart or you you lose your your life and you have to go back to the the checkpoint but uh just watching them again made me giggle a little bit uh so so that's another reason i loved the water level however there are a couple of parts of that water stage where you have to like do some sneaking through like an underwater base and there's there's like lights that you have to avoid and lasers that are are moving around i felt like this was a big missed opportunity for a splinter cell reference and i didn't see it oh yeah yeah Uh, it felt very james bondy to me so i can definitely see where you're coming from yeah and uh that level in particular there's a few parts it feels like an obstacle course and i just love that feeling yeah that was that was one thing that i I really loved about it was just uh you know having to to run through the stage and figure out like okay i'm gonna have to jump up on the wall here and then bounce to the other wall over there and you know do that in time while the laser is moving so it doesn't uh you know I, i i don't pass through it um, and then you have to like jump to a rope and swing over another laser, but you can take a risk and jump down and dodge more lasers to get either another like teensy that's been trapped or a coin or, you know, maybe some extra lums, which are the lums are the, the equivalent of coins from like Mario brothers, where there are hundreds of them scattered around a level and you just try and collect as much as you can for a high score at the end. Yeah. Well, actually, there is a a reason why you should collect them other than the high score. At the end of the level, uh, it, it kind of differs from level to level, but, like, the most it'll ask of you is collect 600. And if you get, like, 550 of those, you get a, a scratch card. Right, and yeah. And w- one of the importance of those is... You use the the touchpad on the PS4, and then I imagine on the Wii U the pad. But uh, I think other than that, you might just uh, probably a button or something. But when you scratch it, you get a choice or or you get a chance of uh, certain things. And one of them is like you unlock levels from Rayman Origins, and that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that they threw in a bunch of levels from Rayman Origins here for you to jump back into because if you didn't play Rayman Origins, no problem. You can just like go play these other unlockable levels and they aren't like they didn't throw all of the levels from Origins in here. It's just like the best levels that they could collect into the the unlockables here. But there's still a lot. There are a ton. Sixty? I could be wrong, but there's still a lot. There are five sets you know, for, for like the five corresponding levels and there are eight in each. And, you know, that, that would be 40, 40 additional levels. And, um, they're all really good. They picked the best of the best of origins. Yeah. 
Robert, did you have any uh, like favorite levels to call out? Yeah, I did. I actually got unlocked the the first Origins level, Geyser Blast, and that was like a new mechanic, at least for you know when I played the level, and I was I liked that one. That yeah. was really fun um, to like get with the geysers and be like, oh, okay. And then once again, it's like, I can go this way, or if I jump down this other way, then I can go unlock more of the, uh, like, get more looms or unlock more of the teensies. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, the Origins level was, was, was good. And then that underwater level, what was the name of it? Yeah, the Mysterious Inflatable Island. <laughs> that one. That's what it's called. And really I jumped in the water, and I started going one way, and I was like, I can't move. What's what's happening? Yeah. And then I was like, wait, do I have to go underwater? I do. Okay, cool. I have to yeah. go underwater. I, I, I think it's like the, the one stage right before the boss stage. Uh, you you have to swim from a giant sea creature that's chasing you. And I thought that was really fun and really cool. Yeah, uh, that was a, another highlight of mine. Uh, there, there was one... Uh, another love-hate relationship called the maze in the um, oh uh, yes in the Olympia level yeah uh, and there's a harder version. All the most of these levels have a harder version where you run through most of the level. I I couldn't beat the harder version of that. Yeah, you're, so you're talking about the invasion levels and yes. every every time <laughs> you uh, you finish the stage if you've performed well enough it unlocks the invasion version and that's where just the swarm comes after you and you have to run from it at least most of the time i think there are a few times where like it's just a wall of fire that's chasing you but uh most of the time it is the swarm that's chasing you and you have to run through the level as fast as you can to beat it the swarm originally just shows up at you know, like halfway through level five but imagine just trying to play every level where you're being chased by a ton of black bugs that are, are like going to just pile over you. Uh, so that was, that was one of those where like, I, I haven't played this game in what, like seven years. I jumped back into the invasion levels, tried them like two or three times. And was like, Nope, this isn't for me. No, no, no. <laughs> some I, of them are really fun. But yeah. Some are like so precise. Like you need to be perfection. And, uh, it, it's, it's a little too stressful. Okay. So, uh, we've covered a few base levels, but, uh, are there any bosses that you'd love to, to really highlight, um, that, that were very memorable? Um, I'll be honest, any, any non-wrestling game that has a luchador boss yeah. or luchador character, I love, I, lo- I love that. that guy too. Yeah. yeah the, the luchador was probably the most fun for me. Um, probably the most interesting one was the the last boss for me the, the one where you're just fighting this mass of uh bugs that are uh, just a collection yeah and yeah yeah and you're mostly flying through that level too and uh oh no. we should mention like in all the boss levels they give you a power up which is very rare in the game yeah and and uh you through uh fly your fisting projectiles at the boss at certain points yeah so it's it's pretty much like it becomes a side like a, a side-scrolling shooter where you just have to uh line up your shot and shoot your fist which is now a, a gun you have to shoot it as much as you can at the boss and uh for that for that one particular boss that you mentioned the the hades hand you have to wipe out all parts of it 
and it, it, it is made up of the swarm. So, uh, you know, you might like get 90% of it. And then there's just like one or two bugs that are, uh, flying up in the corner of like the hand, uh, or like whatever shape it's in. So let's say it's like, it is that hand, but like there's a few bugs left in the pinky that you just have to hit. And I had a hell of a time just getting those last few hits in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very stressful level because you you are flying. It's more like you're floating. You got to hold down the X button to uh, go in helicopter mode the entire time. Yeah. But you got to swerve around and you got to let go of that and you'll slowly drift down and you can't hit the bottom of the screen. Otherwise, you're dead. Right. And right. You, it's a huge balancing routine. One other boss I, I found very memorable was the uh, of level two was Toad Story, and the boss is an, a giant flying armored toad, and he wasn't particularly <laughs> difficult, but he just made me laugh really hard because of his animation. Like going going back to the animation, like that's what really makes this game uh, special. Um, but there's also one other thing that I think makes this this game immensely special and those are the music levels and once you beat a boss of a level you you unlock the music stage and they are covers of somewhat famous songs or uh their their original songs by the the composer of the game his name is christoph Heral, and the the music is very recognizable and so immediately if you start playing a, a a level you'll probably recognize the track that they're covering but it's a cartoon so it is very silly to see them cover something uh that is is somewhat famous guys have any favorite music tracks or music levels that stand out it was like the i think it is the first one and it's their version of of like whoa black betty yeah and i wasn't expecting that at all (laughs) so you're like running through and you hear the music and then you hear like the quote-unquote vocals like the you know kind of like if you're playing a sims game and there's a sims version of the song it's like the music and then it's just yeah and i heard that going and i was like wait a minute 
Uh, but it took me a second in my head to realize, whoa, Blackfoot. And I was like, oh, shit. That's awesome. That's <laughs> cool as hell. I'll tell you, the first time I, I saw that, like, I, I didn't want to stop to laugh, but I had a huge smile on my face the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and like, I... I knew I'd never forget it. So every once in a while now, even though I haven't played the game in like seven years, every once in a while I pull it up on YouTube and just watch that that particular level uh, because I, I love the way it sounds and, and looks together. Um, and, and that was probably, like I have a hard time deciding on what a favorite one is. But uh, Jordan, do you have one as well? I think... I think my favorite is the uh, Mexican version of Eye of the Tiger. Oh my god, yes. Okay, so that was it, that's the other one where I can't really decide between the two. Yeah, I think Black Betty might be my second favorite, but it's it's really cool and really funny at the same time yeah. to hear a just luchador version of Eye of the Tiger. And um, <laughs> this game's also a little bit stuck in time. Because uh, another song that really sticks out, but I feel like you had to be there. Like, you, uh, there are going to be 20-year-olds who listen to this podcast and be like, what song is he talking about? Yeah. But the uh, do-do, do-do-do. Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. song is, is Woohoo by the 5678s, and it's from the Kill Bill soundtrack. Why they... I remember it more from the uh, commercial. Uh, was it an Apple commercial? It was on in some commercial way. Oh, I don't know. It was on a lot. And, and and I will definitely have to throw in for, for some of the music breaks, those music levels, because they, they really just have to be heard to, uh, to be believed. But uh, also there's um, the, the fifth one that we haven't called out is uh, it, it is a cover of Antisocial by the, by the band Trust, which... I had never heard of until I played this game, looked it up, and it's like an 80s uh, metal band. And like, I, I don't know like why they went with something that obscure for these because all the other ones are pretty recognizable. Uh, but, to be fair, they are French. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like, um, there, the original ones are uh, the level two music track, which is just uh, an original so- track by... Uh, Christoph Hurl, the the game's music director. Then there's a, a like a, a sixth sort of like level division, uh, which is just like the bonus levels called uh, Rock of the what was it Rock of the Dead or something? But like they I actually had the original version of that from Rayman Origins as my ringtone for a long oh, really? time. I loved the levels that was based on in Rayman Origins. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they were so much fun. Yeah, yeah. So then there's there's the the bonus levels, and that has a sixth uh, audio track, which is Granny's World Tour. That's another original, but I would swear that is a cover of something that I I try to recognize, and it it rocks. I loved that one. Uh, that that's like a third uh, first place tie for. Uh, for my favorites but then that bonus level also has 8-bit versions of all of the music tracks and i have a hard time deciding what i like more the 8-bit versions of black betty or the cartoon version uh same with like the 8-bit version of eye of the tiger or the the luchador cartoon version and 
uh, even last night, I, I was like, let's load all of them up. And I played through all of them back to back and still can't decide what I love most. I could only finish one of them. At first I was like, this is just a replay with a weird U on it when you get to those levels. Yeah, yeah. So what what they and, do is like the, the 8-bit versions are those same music levels that you play over again, but they add some weird distortion filter to them and they become a lot harder to play. And you were going to talk about like the, the first one, the cover of Black Betty, is just like a rotoscope lens on it where uh, it just distorts the, the proportions of the screen. But the second one you're going to mention is the 8-bit cover of Orchestral Chaos. And that one, like the... <laughs> like, Sorry. yeah, like, like what happens? Like the, the screen gets staticky uh, the more you play through it because like, let, let's say like, like pretend that you were playing this on like an old TV and the sound from the game you were playing started to freak out the the screen and cause it to go really staticky. So like every time there's a thunderclap or a lar- like a loud cymbal crash, uh, you know the the screen gets really staticky for just like a half second. And in that half second, you have to land a jump. And like that that was one of those uh, distortion effects where it's like I don't know if I can finish this. Because after a while, you have to just start playing it blind, almost. Yes, because there's one part. It's memory. more than half a second. I'm I'm sorry, Robert, but uh, uh, just like there's one part where it's like you have to do three jumps completely blind. Yeah, and I couldn't pass it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then if you go through like uh, level three, that distortion is that it gets more and more pixelated. And so you really have to pay attention to what you're looking at and read it carefully. Uh, and then the same thing happens with um, 
the, the later stages. And then there's an 8-bit cover of that sixth unlockable track, or that sixth unlockable song. And that one is... Uh, is a stage where they throw in all of the of the distortion effects and you have to just adapt to each one as it shows up and then there's like another added distortion effect where they divide the screen into four and repeat what's on screen so then you kind of have to figure out where your eyes are going to track as you're playing and then it switches back all to one did you end up trying that I couldn't make it that far. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Robert, did you did you make it that far? Oh, not even close. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I, I'm gonna war. I'm gonna make it sound even worse though, because you know you're you're playing through uh, the cover of uh, what's the the song's name? Granny's World Tour, and you'll see the rotoscope effect. Then it'll change back to normal. Then it'll get staticky. It'll change back to normal. Sometimes the screen will flip upside down. You know, you just have to keep pressing right and and hope you're going to keep running and timing it right. Um, Sometimes, like, the screen doesn't divide into four. It divides into nine. And then you have to keep paying attention. And then it divides further and further. And as you get closer and closer to the end, the screens get smaller and smaller and smaller. Getting through it feels like a hell of an accomplishment. Uh, I would imagine you're, you're you're putting that on your resume now, right? Yes. Finished Granny's World Tour, 8-bit version. And then Uh, just put like a YouTube link (laughs) on there. honest yeah i because you were talking about that 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 eight bit level i looked that up on youtube and just watched somebody play through it (laughs) (laughs) what the actual fuck is that (laughs) where where the screen divides up all the way like yes that (laughs) it's like every time you jump or you hit something it changes to one of the other things like yeah (laughs) bravo yeah, Bravo, Satan. On, only job. doing that once, but like Fucking going back, like, making games. It it feels like you're playing a musical instrument at some point because you have to get this perfect, and the music is just playing along with you. Jesus Christ! What? Oh my! What did I see? <laughs> um.
So what about the the origins levels? You know, those are are all unlockables as 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 you said, Jordan, like you're going through and, and getting these tickets that you can scratch off and you're awarded an occasional new level to play, but it's it's one of the old levels. Do you have any favorites from from that set? Um, I didn't get to play too many of them. Uh, sadly, I was too busy focused on the main game. Yeah. Um, but going back to that first one, uh, it reminded me playing Rayman Origins for the first time. And uh, that first level, there's... A, a water stream you ride on a lot and uh, when I first played Origins I was like wow this game has a lot of flow to it yeah like that scene in Tarzan when he's like his feet are kind of surfing the the vines and whatnot oh well, yeah. you mean like the part in Kingdom Hearts where you're in the Tarzan world and you're sliding <laughs> down the we vines. don't talk about that that, that <laughs> disappointing level <laughs> jungle but that that's what that reminded me of and i think uh i had a relook at some other levels just to get reminded but i think the level design for the most part in origins is a little bit tighter and a little bit more satisfying yeah you know as as much as we were saying that like the the colors are a bit muted in those they still have a great theme to go with them uh, oh. you know, there's, there's like the, and, and I've listed out those levels too. There's gibberish jungle, desert of didgeridoos, gourmand land, oh. <laughs> sea of serendipity, and then mystical peak and peak is spelled P I Q U E as in like, you've piqued my interest. So it's strange also how like, it feels a little bit like they've rehashed the themes in Rayman legends compared to what the themes are in all of the unlockable levels. But I don't remember if they were all grouped together like this in Rayman Origins. So, like, it's it's fun to play these again, but at the same time, it does feel like they just kind of redid these in Legends. And and yeah, they yeah. have added, like, teensies into these these Origins levels to make them feel like they've been updated for Rayman Legends. When you play through these Origins levels, you'll see a goblin, like, beating on a teensy that you have to go rescue. By the way, what, like, that was another point that made me laugh really hard because he just won't stop <laughs> slamming this guy's head into the ground until you, you kick him in the face. But, uh, you know, the, the gibberish jungle, the desert, desert of didgeridoos, those two felt like those levels could just be inserted somewhere into rayman legends and you wouldn't really notice they were uh you know out from a different stage or a different game however when you get to gorman land there are ice levels that didn't show up in rayman legends and those have like uh you know you have to like slide around on the ice a lot there's uh, a lot of like frozen fruit locked in the ice which is you know kind of hilarious and um, then you get to like the fire levels of those of that group, and th- there are like uh, fire breathing dragons that have chefs hats on because they're they're chefs in this kitchen level that you're you're traversing, and uh, there's there's like you know hot peppers that you can swing from. Uh, some hot peppers are just lounging around, but they're spewing fire streams of like lava, and you have to dodge those. So like the style again coming from from rayman origins 
is has been there. So it's not something new, but I feel like this is a style that they perfected in Rayman Legends. One of the the ones that that really sticks out is one of those that uh, is like a side scrolling shooter, and there are a lot of these in 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 the the Origins levels that you can unlock. But how it starts is you start the level and take Rayman and have him jump on a mosquito and ride the mosquito through an aerial fight that is a a side-scrolling shooter like R-Type and you have to shoot down birds or flies, whatever, and, you know, make it to the end and make it through a bunch of traps and and hazards. And then, like, one of them has, uh, like, a, a large bird that you have to fight halfway through that, again, made me laugh pretty hard. But... You know, these these weren't really present in Rayman Legends, aside from the unlockable Origins levels. Did you guys get to play any of those? Yeah, uh, the Mosquito level, uh, jumping on that, I think is like the second level of Origins that I remember. Right, they had these shooters in Origins. I forgot all about, all about that, but they're not nearly as hard as like R-Type or anything. They're way more simple than that. Yeah. Also, the uh, mosquito you fight is actually a boss from one. Uh, oh, really? The, you ride. Yeah, it's way back in the first game. I think it was like the first boss or something. Okay. So that was a kind of a cool callback. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Robert? Honestly, I was only able to get one Origins level because okay. they're like kind of luck of the draw with the with the scratches. I got a bunch of heroes. Yeah. Um, but I only got one of the Origins levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was just that first one. So yeah, what's also great? I, honestly, this was this was my first, unless you know it was way in the past or something. Like it was my first Rayman game that I played. Um, if I played Origins, it was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and it was not for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have that uh, that 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 frame of reference to be like, oh yeah, this is what it was like in this game compared to this one. Yeah. Um, and the Origins game is. It is harder than this one, I feel like. So one other type of level that you can unlock uh, in the origin section is the treasure chest chase where you have to, Oh, I I love those too. Uh, And I love the music that goes with it too. Cause it, it, again, (laughs) sounds very silly, but the, the, the chase is something that, you know, a lot like those music levels where you just have to get it perfectly. And if you don't, you have to start the whole thing over. And in origins, uh, like every there, there are like 10 treasure chest levels and I could only finish maybe like four or five of them and they get incredibly hard. And when you, when you eventually like finish all of them, like when, when you finish one uh, inside the chest is a tooth that you have to get and take back to this guy and give to him. And he just inserted, inserts it into his mouth. And once you've gotten all this guy's teeth back, 
you eventually unlock the final boss of Rayman Origins, which I never got to play, but I looked it up on YouTube and it's hilarious looking. Thankfully, that boss is in Rayman Legends and you get to fight her as the final unlockable stage in Mystical Peak. And she's called the the Mother of All Nightmares. I fought her last night uh, just because I've been replaying all the levels in, in the Origins levels. And I was sitting there playing it. And the first time I, I got to her, my wife just looked at her and just goes, oh, my God. And <laughs> I it, it's very hard to describe her. So she's what looks like this just this giant creature that is painting her nails and humming while she's sitting in a bath of lava. And uh, she's got like 20 eyes on her head. They're just in like this massive pile of eyes on her head. And she's painting her nails. Um, She's got spikes all over her body. And uh, except for like her forearms that you can uh, you can walk on. And when you, you fly out and land on her forearm, all of her eyes look down at you and she screams like there's a spider on her arm. And that's how you start the fight. Uh, also, I, I realized like as I was playing, like, oh, like behind her, there's just this massive tentacles, too. So she's she's like this tentacled kraken monster that's just hanging out in a bed of lava, um, you know, giving herself a manicure. So I. Uh, you know, you, you end up like jumping around, hitting a weak spot somewhere on her arm, and then you have to jump up on her head and start punching her eyes, which start flying off her head. And eventually, like you punch all of her eyes off of her head. And when I started doing that, my wife just goes, this is really fucked up. I, I just like had to keep laughing at, at what I was fighting. But, uh, you know, it is a sight to behold. So if you... If you have the chance, go look up Rayman Legends, Mother of All Nightmares. I couldn't, I, I, I just, I couldn't believe how ridiculous this boss looked. But again, it was one of my more favorite bosses to fight because when you're, when you land on her forearm, she starts to move her arm around and her spiked bracelet starts to slide left and right. And you have to jump over it. And then you have to like dodge under another piece of jewelry or her spiked elbow or whatever. And it is, it it is an incredible sense of scale for uh, a platformer, and also something incredibly ugly. But you just have to see it. It is, yeah. I uh, quickly Googled search it, and then I saw the picture, and it all came flooding back. And it, it's <laughs> a very satisfying boss fight, but it is uh, a very Rin and Stimpy esque. Uh, design that's it yeah that, that that is the best way to describe it nickelodeon's ren and snippy in in game form i don't think that all of the eyes on that character's head are functional <laughs> um, i'm i feel like maybe none of them are because you just punch them and they fall off like they're in a pile oh they're they're totally cosmetic is is that yeah completely yeah. cosmetic while 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 she's painting her nails yeah yeah trying to look pretty and then you just knock her eyes off. You know what, Rayman? You're an asshole. <laughs> trying to get ready for a date. You guys uh, know the video game story of Origins? It's it's hilarious. Have you ever seen it? I remember the the trailer, and I think that is the like the opening cutscene of the game. But 
isn't Rayman yeah. just hanging out in a, a tree somewhere asleep and snoring and that's bothering yeah. somebody? Like, is that how they're, it starts? They're, they're chilling so hard that they're disturbing the dead. And the dead wake up and literally said, nah, man, that that's enough of that. So this is Rayman's version of Beowulf. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> That that, uh, that beginning of Origins is just so funny. You should uh, you go on YouTube sometime and, and look it up for yourself. So another part of the game are the the daily, weekly, and monthly challenges. And those are randomly generated levels where you have to, uh, you, you jump into this level and it has a task for you to either uh, like run a certain distance through a stage or run as far as you can through a stage, collect so many like uh, lums or... Um, you know, run through a stage as fast as you can. Uh, did you guys get to try any of the challenges, like the the daily or weekly challenges? Yeah, I went in today and and checked out the daily challenge, and it was a uh, it was run two hundred and fifty meters. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's actually I I was expecting it to be like um, way worse than it was in a way, and I don't really know why. But like I ran through it, you know, died a couple times. I got to the end and I was like, oh, so it's just like it just goes to the 250 meters and you just have to kind of figure this out. So then I just went through it a couple more times being like, maybe I can shave off half a second or a couple seconds here. And yeah, I finally got to a score that I was like, that's good. And then I looked at the high score of the leaderboard and number one was like 10 seconds faster. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) It was perfect. I don't know what these other people are doing. And I feel like this is where like you you can like go up against other people in the world and this is where the like the the fault of this kind of multiplayer breaks down where i'm pretty sure that a lot of this is being done with a tool assist and yeah you, you aren't really playing against people that have been able to run this stage or or collect this many lums in like 5 seconds and literally i did see one challenge that was completed by somebody in five seconds. And it's like, no way you, you did not, uh, you know, get through, get through 200 meters in that pit, uh, 
you know, in just five seconds, like w- without any sort of help from a computer. So, you know, they are like someone out there is cheating these levels, but they're still really fun to run. And I, I did a few times like try and, and make it as far as I could in, in some of those endless challenges where like you just say like, well, how far can you get through Murphy's dungeon? And you, you ride through uh, the, this dungeon with Murphy helping you get through these traps. And I made it through to like 700 meters and felt pretty good. And then got up to the silver tier and looked at the gold tier and it was like 2000. I was like, no way. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, I remember I, I didn't do it this time, but I tried it the first time going out. And I remember I had the exact same problem. So I didn't even try this time. I do remember them vividly because uh, they're very short, sweet. And then when you see that people do these ridiculous numbers, you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think I feel like that is where this system is a little bit broken. It's still fun to play with, but you have to like go in knowing that you're never going to reach like the gold or the diamond tier. You just have to you know go in for fun and see how far you can get. Yeah. And since this game's like 10 years old and that part needs the internet, I'm surprised that part's still available, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to see it's still running and it's fun to try. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you should at least try it and see what it's about, but you ain't going to get gold. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, When I looked at it today, it was like 4,700 people have already done it today. And I was like, that's not that's not a bad number for a game that's. You know, I say old, but relatively it's it's still a fairly, I guess, modern game. But yeah, well, for a game that's turning 10 years old this year, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And what I one thing I did like about it a lot that I noticed, like, I think I don't know if it was on the first time that I started running through it or if it like was like kind of a base thing or whatever. Um, But you had like ghosts of a few other players. Yeah, that you were able to kind of see on screen. It was like, oh, okay, cool. So I can see what this person, you know, did here, and they were ahead of me or they're behind me. And you have like, you kind of have that visual of something that you can race against, and you can see what they're doing exactly mm-hmm. to be like, oh, okay, well, I jumped maybe maybe half a second too late, and this person, like this character, got ahead of me. Maybe let's try this next time. That was really that was really cool for the challenge level. Yeah, there are also spots where, uh, like in the endless ones, where you can see where someone uh, ended their run, like where they hit the they hit a thorn in a, a vine or whatever, like, uh, you, which is a lot like Mario Maker, where you're running through a level and you can see where other people have died trying to beat yeah. that level. That that's one thing that I really love about this. Uh, that the challenge mode is that you can pass those points and feel like you're you're beating somebody else, which is, yeah. you know, a good sense of accomplishment there. If, if, if this game came out now, you know, and it was top of the, the top of the pops, as the kids say, I feel like that could be a really, really good, like, uh, um, like, like gaming scene, like e esports type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like you get a group of friends together that are all loving this game and you're like, okay, today's is this, this is my time. And then you can actually just see against your friends. Yeah. Um, or see against like, a group of people, but, you have a party I, I don't. And, and... I don't know if that sort of, uh, if that sort of um, kind of mindset was around when it first came out. You know, what ten years ago. Yeah, and um, I, I do feel like this kind of thing was pretty novel when it came out it, back in 2013. It, it was very new for the time and was pretty innovative and, and something I really liked playing. 
Okay, so one thing that I do like to ask is, uh, for someone that hasn't played Rayman Legends, how would you rate it in terms of putting time or, or an investment into it? Would you say, well, I'll start with you, Robert, like, would you say, uh, you know, don't bother, it's not really worth your time, or try it if you have PS Plus, or you find it on sale, or you say, like, I, I really should have paid a lot of money for this, it's that good. What would you um, say? I mean, I'd definitely say try it if you got PS Plus. It's also on uh, full disclosure here, and you, you're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. Oh. I've been playing on an Xbox Game Pass. And that, so, that's a, a great deal, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best deal in gaming, um, some people say. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's so like Game Pass, PS Plus, or if it's on sale, this doesn't, this isn't a game for me at least, this wasn't a game where I'm like, oh, cool, I beat, you know, a couple levels, let me go and let me get to, like, the end of this area or whatever, and, uh, you know, I want to get to the end of the game. This is a platformer. The levels can be fairly, you know, short, you know, a few minutes. So this is easily a game that you can kind of jump onto, do a few levels, you know, maybe you're playing for, for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you're like, cool, you know what, I'm getting you know, maybe a little bored of it right now, let me go play something else, and then you can jump back into it. It's not... There's not a giant barrier of entry here. It's a platformer. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely one to, to kind of keep in the library. You know, if you've, if you've got PS Plus, Game Pass, whatever, you know, you can have it downloaded and then jump in when you just want some, uh, not even, I wouldn't say mindless fun because there's a lot of, you know, it's, 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 it can be a difficult platformer, but it's not a game that's going to take over your life like, you know, like like an RPG or something where you're like, oh, I need to get to the next story beat, so I've got to do this, and I need to go grind these levels and do this. No, it's jump in, run forward, jump, hit things, cool. Yeah, I feel like this is like a lot like how we talked about uh, Tetris Effect last month uh, like with Jordan. Like this is the kind of game that it's great to keep in your like on your hard drive. So then like if you just kind of you know want to revisit it for 10 minutes, it's really easy to jump into and just like play something that you know really well and you're familiar with to to get that nostalgia and that comfort food hit. This is a great comfort food kind of game where you know you can you can just spend a few minutes with it to put yourself in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean I personally I've got that on uh with on the Xbox. The Xbox has a function called quick resume. You can kind of like um suspend a game while you're going to do other things. So in my quick resume suspended games, I always have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on there, like the remake that they did a couple oh, nice. years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's like, it's exactly what you're talking about, where I'm like, oh, I mean, do I want to play a game? Like, do I, what do I want to do? And while I'm just kind of thinking of something to do, I jump in there and it just loads up, like, in the middle of whatever the hell level I was skating in last. And it's just, like, muscle memory takes over with, with the controller, and I'm just you know, going to do tricks. And that's exactly what you're talking about with this, where it's that, just that dopamine hit of this is, uh, this is just comfort food as a video game. Yeah. Jump into it, do a level or two, you know, and just kind of, you can kind of clear your mind of, of, of almost anything else and just be like, yeah, this is, this is just, this is video games at its most base level. And it's fun. Yeah. Every once in a while I might say like, you know, I really want to go, uh, play through Black Betty again, so I'm gonna like load that yeah. up and just jump through that level. Jordan, yeah. like, what do you think? Oh yeah, this is definitely worth people's time. Um, I would rate this an eight out of ten. Um, 
Uh, I didn't give you that scale. Come on. Four out of five. <laughs> yeah, I know you give me uh, the the scale. Like, the, likely, um, uh, this game's on sale a lot for like ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. Have a PlayStation Plus or Game Pass or anything. If you do have those, just pick up this game. Like, what are you doing? Like, put it in your library. You, yeah, put it in your library. Uh, this is also a really great. Um, if you have friends over or you got young kids and you want to play something with them, um, perfect for those things. Yeah. Because it is multiplayer. And we, we only touched on it just a brief bit, but the multiplayer is pretty decent. It's fun. Uh, it's uh, one of those, like, you don't have to worry about the other person sucking at all. <laughs> if you can carry your people, you can do it just fine. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, uh, while, while you're talking about it's on sale a lot, I just pulled up Steam, and it is currently 80% off on Steam. It is $6. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. Keep an eye on that yeah. if you're interested. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw it on sale on the Switch for 10 yeah. yeah. Like, it doesn't go more than 10 I've noticed. Uh, like, full price technically cheap. on Steam is 30 bucks, but... Yeah, it's definitely worth everyone's time especially if you enjoy platformers if you love mario you, you deserve yourself you deserve it to yourself to like pick this up yeah yeah if you played mario when you were a kid uh first off make a doctor's appointment just get a checkup you need it <laughs> um but also yeah raymond legends yeah is is just a fun a nostalgia trip for something that you've not you've like like i said this was my first real like rayman game to play um, that I'd really jumped into, but platforming, man, you know what I mean? Like I've been gaming my whole life. I'm, I'm about 87 years old now and I feel it at least. Um, yeah. and it's, it's a platformer and it's the base former video game, run, jump, hit, and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I should mention if you played the original Rayman for like PlayStation one way back in the day, this is not that hard. Uh, the original Rayman was infamously hard. Oh, I YouTubed it, and it one. looked really no. hard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get past certain stages, uh, but it is... Um, yeah, this is way easier than that. So if you, like, have uh, PTSD from, like, the band level back in the day, you don't have to worry about that here. <laughs> Getting to the the actual books and more segment of this book club style podcast, playing Rayman Origins made me think of this. What were some of your favorite cartoons growing up, uh, Jordan? I'm I'm gonna ask you first. What were some of your favorite cartoons? Oh man, I was definitely a Ninja Turtles and Batman kid. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you really had to like 
describe this game. It's a it's a cleaner version, like not as gross as Rin and Stimpy, or maybe Animaniacs with that rubber hose style. Yeah, yeah, rubber hose but, is yeah. a great a great way to describe it. Um, and uh, like Robert, what what about you? Do you have any uh, memorable cartoons that you watched growing up? Uh, love the turtles. Yeah. Um, one of my, I mean, I also loved uh, reruns. Obviously, even though I am, as we've established, eighty-seven years old, um, reruns of uh, Where Are You, Scooby Doo? Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. even the Scooby Doo show with uh, with Scrappy Doo is one of the worst <laughs> characters ever created <laughs> on screens. Um, and and I've got I've got fond memories of of kind of being over like my you know like my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid and I was sick from school, my parents didn't let me to stay home. I had to go to my grandparents' house, and they decided, you know, just like basic stuff. Watched a lot of Wacky Racers. If anybody wow. remember wow. that show, what, what yeah, is, what is callback? Please tell Wacky me. Wacky what... <laughs> Racers, cartoon like just it's just like different cartoon characters. I mean, not di- they're they're all like in the Wacky Racers, you know. Did you know there was a cinematic universe? There's an um, NES game about wacky racers, yeah. and it's not a racer; it's a platformer. Yeah, I, I saw that on uh, on I think it was like a YouTube video. Sorry, wacky races, not racers. Races, but, that's right. Yeah, wacky races. Twenty three. I'm looking at the, the the Wikipedia now. Cartoon had many regular characters. Twenty three people and animals spread amongst the eleven cars, and there was just different racers. And there was uh, um, Dick Dastardly. Is probably one of the most famous ones with his snickering dog Muttley. Um, mustache twirling, you know, just yeah. the the villain from every cartoon, like just into one thing, just a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, wacky races. Every, like every episode is just there's you know people trying to win the race, and then there's the bad guys that are trying to like set traps to stop other people, but then obviously it blows up in their face. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But okay. that was that's a that's a big one for me growing up for some reason. And there's only 17 episodes. Oh my of it. God. Wow. And it's okay. burned into my brain. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where there's a, uh, the character Muttley, the, like a snickering dog doesn't talk. It just kind of, kind of laughs a little bit, you know, just like a, like, just <laughs> yeah. kind of a wheeze. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a, there's a show on now, not a cartoon. It's a live action show, um, called Ted Lasso. If you guys have have heard of it, it's on Apple TV Plus. One of uh, so you like the best shows. Yeah. Oh my god, football fan. But um, there's a character on Ted Lasso who's just a like a like a, a grimace character. He's just always angry. And in a recent <laughs> episode, they're like doing things. I won't go into like what's happening in the episode. It's but it's you know a funny bit. And it's the first time I think that you hear this character laugh, and he laughs yeah. like Muttley. From wacky races. Oh no! So there's stuff happening, and people are, you know, like actually laughing, and then you just it, the camera just cuts to him, and he's just looking like, you know, like that is the most diabolical laugh, and it fits his character. But <laughs> that came from from wacky races. Wow, yeah. Some of my favorites that that I had growing up uh, was um, like my family didn't have cable, so we we just had basic channels and. Um, I don't remember what channel had it, but it was the Disney afternoon, uh, that I would catch every time I came home from school and that was ABC. That was ABC. Okay. And they, uh, like some of my favorites from that block, cause it was like a two hour block of cartoons. 
Um, my favorites probably were DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, and then Gargoyles, which came out later. But oh, yeah, Gargoyles, uh, Gargoyles yeah. I, I thought was just like really cool, and and I loved it. And then recently, I I, I didn't get to watch a lot of it when I was uh, when it was coming out, but um, X Men is on Disney Plus, and I've been rewatching that cartoon, and it is surprisingly mature for like like a cartoon it goes yeah. through some some pretty dark themes as far as like addiction and uh ac- accepting people of, for who they are you know it is it is surprisingly mature and i i really love it so and highly let's, and let's that. not discount that fucking banger of a theme song absolutely yes Jesus. as far as like other games go like jordan would you recommend anyone check out the other rayman games uh, just Origins. Okay. Um, I I couldn't. I hear the two. The second one is a two D platformer. I hear it's something of a hidden gem. Do not pick up the original OG Rayman at all. Just don't. <laughs> it it's really not worth it. And then there's Rayman Two. I think was that one a side scroller or is that a three D platformer? 3D one. Okay. Three D platformer. Yeah, and Rayman then, Two is Escape first three D Rayman yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, and then Rayman 3 was on uh, PS2 and GameCube. Did you get a chance to play that one? And and what did you think of it? I never did. Okay, okay. I never got around to that one either. But Origins and Legends are the only two that I have played, and I love both of them. But I I do feel like Legends is a lot more approachable. So if you want a challenge, check out uh, Rayman Origins. Is there anything else you're reading or watching or playing that you'd like to recommend? I played and beaten Dredge. Have either of you two heard of this game yet? I have heard of it. I, I kind of want to pick it up because it looks like one of those uh, slow burn horror games. Uh, I've watched a few people playing it on Twitch. So, yeah, it's um, very relaxful and very stressful at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, given what uh, uh, your previous episodes, uh, was it called Everspace? Yeah. Yeah, we did Everspace. Yeah. yeah, Everspace mixed with Manhunter in a way, except you're on the boat. <laughs> it's like that. If it does come to PlayStation Plus, I'm pretty sure you're going to make an episode about it. Okay, okay. It is, it is less than 20 hours, and it is so satisfying. Okay. Yeah, I, I really do want to check it out. So I'll have to... Have to see if i can find that one but yeah if it comes to playstation plus i will most definitely try it and i don't know maybe we should have you on a future episode if it does yeah robert anything you want to recommend kevin i feel like a broken record um (laughs) i've been on a couple episodes let me guess it starts with the letter p and ends with the number five (laughs) (laughs) yes persona five I am uh, I'm playing Persona 5, uh, the original Persona 5, not Persona 5 Royal. Uh, the original Persona 5 is, is on, I don't know if it's on PlayStation Plus. I have it on PlayStation. I think it was uh, one of the games that they gave you one yeah. month. Yeah. It, um, it was... or, it's, or it's in that PS Plus like collection for like new PlayStation 5 players or whatever. Yeah. Um, it... I, it was one of those two. It is part of the collection, and you know, by yeah. the time which is going away soon, yeah, by the time I release this episode, it'll it'll be gone. But um, you know, it, it's still a really good game to yeah. to check out. Um, 
But like I, I actually saw an IGN article the other day that was it talked about like the top ten longest single player games, and number one was Persona Five and Persona wow. Five Royal. Yeah, and I was like, cool. I've played through that thing three times now since October. What the fuck does that <laughs> say about me? Um, but no, I, I started playing that on PlayStation, uh, on my on my PS5, and I'm just I was like, oh, you know what? Let's play this one and let's go get this platinum trophy. And it is a lot harder to get that platinum trophy than it is to get all the trophies in Persona Five Royal. So it's going to take me a while. Oh man! <laughs> okay. Um, I'm also I'm also excited. I haven't uh, tried the demo yet. I just downloaded it on Steam. There's a demo for a new game coming out called Demon School. That I is. I've heard of this. Yeah, they the devs were on a uh, kind of funny stream it was last month. It was like an indie indie stream. They had a bunch of indie oh. developers coming in, and they were showing off Demon School. The Persona looking game. Yeah, like the yes. well, the, like the older <laughs> Persona One Two looking games. Yeah, yes. with like the isometric view and stuff, and and yeah, it looks really cool. And they just released a demo out on Steam um, that I downloaded. Just yeah. waiting. I've, I've got this weekend off from kind of doing anything now uh, after this, so I'm gonna be playing that probably a couple times over the weekend. Nice. Yeah. Nice. During their showcase, that's the number one game that stuck out to me. That like, yeah, I need to play this game. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there were quite a few cool looking games in that showcase. But yeah, same thing. And I'm looking at kind of a if if you look up a video of it, there's it's different art styles. Like the characters themselves are like 2D sprites, but then the world is like a 3D world, and and those two it, kind of worlds are melding, and your characters so are trying cool to figure out why. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I, I was so intrigued by that. I'm I'm really excited for it too. Yeah, and then I'm gonna be busy next week because. Uh, I already told you I had a switch. That means uh, Tears of the Kingdom, man. That's going to soak up so much of my time. I can't wait. I mean, if you're into indie games, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> One of these lower-budget games. This little Zelda game coming out, it, it could be cool. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, jumping off our, our recommendations section, next month we will be talking about the unforgettable fairy tale journey from the mind of Joseph Ferris called Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Uh, this was before he was famous for games like It Takes Two and A Way Out. Uh, Joseph Ferris Fuck was... the Oscars. <laughs> yes, Fuck that the guy. Oscars. That guy. Uh, he was the, the creative director uh, of Brothers, and you can see the beginnings of his, his ideas for co-op games in, in that one. So uh, you end up controlling two different characters at the same time, and you know, have to solve puzzles using both of them and, and controlling both of them at once. So uh, that that's really cool. Either of you guys end up playing Brothers? I've seen a Let's Play, and uh, I've seen uh, a long time ago an extra credits uh, thing about it. And, man, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but, mm-hmm. man, uh, you're in for a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is uh, It is something that, that I played through five years ago and and still just think about every once in a while robert have you had the chance to try that one um i haven't played brothers i did play a way out which as you said was like uh joseph ferris is like i think i think it's the game after brothers yeah that, that they made yeah. that he made um my spouse and i played that and that game was was phenomenal so mm-hmm. if if like the gameplay and everything is kind of like that well i mean obviously not the gameplay just you know kind of that overall you know cohesion Brothers is probably a great game. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. it's going to be really cool. It, it is, is a great one, but uh, it is meant for just one person to, to play. And 
for that one person playing it, it is a hell of an experience. So uh, if you want to be part of the show, just like Jordan and Robert here, feel free to send me an email at psplusgameclub at gmail.com and let me know what you thought of Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Uh, it is a, a beautiful game, a wonderful experience, and, and not that long as well. So very easy to get through. But uh, again, I really want to thank you guys for for hanging out with me and talking with me about Rayman Legends. Uh, it's been a, a great time. Oh, yeah, it was a really fun time. It was really nice talking to uh, Kevin and Robert. You guys are awesome. Uh, both really funny dudes. Yeah. I uh, enjoy that a lot. Um, if you loved hearing us, you know, uh, like this, share uh, it around. Lay yes. down a comment. Please, please do share this because this is a, a great project that I have a lot of fun putting together. Uh, and and please uh, send me an email if you want to be on the show and you have a game to recommend. Uh, Robert, uh, where can people find you again? Uh, Twitter, Mr. Underscore Hawks. Twitch.tv slash Mr. Underscore Hawks 182. Okay. Um, yeah, share. Everybody share this around. Share it in the... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Share it in the, in the 80s cartoons subreddit share this episode in there um <laughs> right up there the PS, yes. the playstation plus one yeah 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 um if yeah if you if you like what you're hearing kevin's doing a great job this is a fucking dope idea for a podcast oh. i love it um, thank you so I'm much start competing one here in a minute though so it's it's going to be the xbox game pass book club where we just read books written about games that are on game pass no gameplays okay no gameplay yeah so I, I want to be a part of that novelizations of resident evil five. I've read a few of the halo books. I could, I could talk about those. Yeah. So make sure you all read those, um, <laughs> for next month's episode of book club X, 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 X book club. Yeah. Game pass club. I have to figure out a name. <laughs> and Jordan, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, I don't really have a Twitter. Okay. Uh, will anyone have a Twitter soon? We, we still, who don't knows? Know that's, I'm just waiting for my blue sky invite, you know. Yeah. Just uh, yeah. uh, YouTube the Sage Temple, and hopefully I'll be uh, posting uh, new Let's Plays there. Man, I really wish I could edit because there are game editorials and things like that I would love to do, but that's that's a discussion for another time. Well, guys, uh, well, thanks a lot I for thanks a lot for hanging out with me. Uh, you know, again, please uh, like, subscribe, share this uh, with anyone that you think would be interested. Uh, until our next episode next month, again, talking about brothers, have a good day and remember to have fun playing around. <laughs>